This is a Clink Studios podcast. Hi, I'm Ida. Hi, I'm Isa. Hi, I'm Nadine. Hi, I'm Steph. And you're listening to Queen's Cup. <laughs> Yes, welcome to our first episode of Queen's Cup where we go all in on our opinions, observations, and violent reactions on fashion, beauty, and everything in between in the K-pop world from one fan to another. Check with us on our socials at Queen's Cup Pod on Twitter and Instagram and let us know your favorite concepts, looks, styles, and the eras that you think we all slept on. Views and opinions of the Queen's Cup hosts do not reflect the views of the whole Clink Studios. Okay, so um, before we dive into the main topic, which may or may not be controversial, um, ano muna yung ano, short uh, 30 seconds or 15 seconds na paano ba tayo na napad napadpad sa mundo ng K-pop. Who wants to go first? Uh, I think I should start, maybe. Okay. Hi again, I'm Ida. 24, single, chart. Um, <laughs> um, I have been working as a makeup artist since 2017. I've worked on different commercial, editorial, um, videos, and photo shoots. I also have worked on different events for four years. I also have a background in fine arts and visual communication. I do a lot of creative directing and art directing on the side for personal projects. So, lahat ng sasabihin ko dahil don. Joke. <laughs> yeah. Yun ang aking background. So, don't attack me. Joke. I have been a K-pop fan since 2013. I started standing EXO. Ano ba? And everything else after. As in, multistan kong multistan na sobra. Kung anong ibigay mo sa akin, kukunin ko yan. We love. Yes. Too real. Because I'm really interested in um, the Korean entertainment industry ever since na discover ko siya. And everything from music to styling to how they present themselves to how the groups are formed. It's very interesting to me. Kaya, I'm still here after long years. <laughs> Ayun. After over a decade, Jega. <laughs> Totoo. Really? Totoo. Wow. Happy birthday. Do I say what groups I stand right now? I go, 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 yeah. Ah, okay. The groups I stand mainly are NCT, Ace, The Boys, and 80s. And the other groups I casually listen to. Um, I know a lot of names and faces. Probably, dapat hindi. <laughs> Sobrang unnecessary information, but I do. So, yun. Next po. So, I'll go next. Uh, so, hello, I am Steph. I am 24. Am I? Wait lang. Yes, yes, I'm 24. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yun tayo eh. Um, I'm Steph. I am 24. I am a K-poopy. I am a K-pop stan. And also, fun fact, I'm trans. To get it out of the way, um, if you hear one girl with a deep voice, that's me. An alto. <laughs> yes, we're an alto. We're an alto. We're a tenor. We're a bass. We're all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Yun lang. Tsaka, at mayroon pa ba? Background mo in film. Ah! Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I ended at Tronen. Musician ka te. Yes. Singer song is coming up the steps. Sis, ah, 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 My pronouns are she, her, I'm a tea girl, um, and I'm a trans girl. And I also happen to write music and make films on the side. Uh, what got me into K-pop? Strangely, naman actually hindi siya strange. Uh, yung siguro first wave ng K-pop na na-inlove ako ay around uh, San Migashina era. Nasinabayan ng move ni Temin. At Ooh. around around those few months, those kakala- kakalabas <laughs> lang ng uh, Maji Makcharom, ng Blackpink. Um, it was a very gay time in K-pop. And it, it, <laughs> ganun pa rin naman ngayon. Pero, uh, ayun din, sinabayan rin, na, sinabayan rin ng Peekaboo and uh, Bad Boy ng Red Velvet. So around that time, I really got into K-pop. And strangely enough, puro, puro girls yung minansyon ko. Pero I began hard standing boy groups so i started standing jbj 101 uh and monsta x yun yung mga nagsabay and now i really love uh the all, all of them pero mostly the boys 17 and got seven in their uh solo careers at the moment as well as um Monsex still. Ah, dati ano ako, dati hater ako. Whoa. I used to be, I used to be the, ano, the judgmental bitch that looked down on K-poopies. And now I'm <laughs> oh the bitch God. that loves K-pop. Girl. Nah, they made you their bitch. Yes, it, and that's on metanoia. Ikaw yung umaaway sa akin nung high school. Sis, uh, oh, I, and I would fight that person now. I would oh fight gosh. those, ano, the judgmental bitches now. So, alam mo yun, dun tayo sa change of heart for the better, ganun. Um, <laughs> Ayun, I, I I can safely say I've crossed over to the right good side. Ayun. <laughs> Pero ayun, dati hater ako and I hate that ano, I hate that person now. I don't know her. Ayun. We don't Ayan. know her. She's gone. Yes. She's gone. Diba? And I now believe it's Miss Isa's turn. Hello, I'm Isa. I'm 24 and I just finished um visual communication at university that shall not be named. Hulaan yun na lang. Um, I I was a makeup artist starting 2018, but I had to stop for a while because of the pandemic. So, call me makeup artist on hiatus. I also have background in styling. Pretty qualified to judge people a little bit. So after graduation, I am now in my um hermit era. In my K-pop enjoyer era, my sleep enjoyer era, as well as my papel gastosera era. Yes. <laughs> Same. the dream, I see. So, yeah. I am qualified to judge both concepts and selfies. <laughs> On the topic of being a former K-pop hater, hindi naman sa hater, pero 
Nalio talaga ako when I was like a kid and Super Junior Sorry Sorry came out and I was just like do they really need 13 dudes dancing on a single song? This is so <laughs> for the lack of better term interesting. Pero on and off relationship oh, with K-pop since 2014. So it started when I saw some K-pop, some Korean guy on this drama and I did the the absolute crime of googling who he was. So ayun, nandito na ako dahil sa pag-google search ko na yan. It was Donghae from Super we Junior. We start there. That's where you start. Whoa, it's it's always in the Google search. So ngayon, ayun. Um, medyong loyal ako sa NCT kasi wala akong energy to stand anyone else. Kasi that's like being a multi-stand already. In the past, I've also been like a total carrot. I really liked Seventeen for a while at a Seventeen phase. My time then I had a Red Velvet phase. But now I also um, casually enjoy Everglow, Stray Kids, and their music. So, yun, chill chill lang ako, pero patay na patay sa NCT. It's not fun here. Sure. Lisa, do they really need 23 men singing and dancing in one song? Grabe, oh my god, hater ako ng 13 members dati, pero look at me now, standing 23 men. So, Our character like, development. Oh god. Ay, nako, 10-year-old Isa, are you, are you hearing this right now? <laughs> I guess this is my turn. So, hi guys, I'm Nadine. How old am I? <laughs> I'm 22. Okay, so sorry, sorry. She doesn't know. Hi guys, I'm Nadine. Wait, is that not the best? No, I have a background in sociology, but I'm currently a content writer. I've had experience in writing about um, fashion, beauty, a lot of um, social issues, but my main interests are music, entertainment, and fashion. So I did write about K-pop before, so I do have a little background on that. Yeah, but currently I'm mainly a content writer in general, so a lot of words in the day and Despite that, I still lose my words a lot of times. So, <laughs> the irony. <laughs> warning there. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, this is very new to me, so bear with me and just, you know, Chica along the way. Thank you. <laughs> Have you mentioned you're single? <laughs> I. Single. I don't know about mingling, depend. Dapat pogi ka. Requirement. <laughs> deal with it and just to like you know hop off of what Issa said I can very relate to that NCT reaction like standing NCT is like being a multi-stan and yeah it's that's I guess where I can start like I really got into K-pop like on the stan level when I got into NCT and that was because like I started listening to them first like on Spotify I would hear them I would hear you guys talk about them. <laughs> so, <laughs> our power. Yung mga pag-iingay natin. Definitely our power. And I was like, oh, Cherry Bomb, this is this is great. And then Boss as well. And then, yeah, on and off until like last year, the pandemic just like destroyed me. 
and got me into K-pop. <laughs> Not destroyed. Because it feels like their world was just kept like kept going, and it was mm-hmm. very interesting. So mm-hmm. from NCT, um, I got into Super M. Then from Super M, I got into EXO. Basically, SM Popper era. And almost all of the active groups at that time I was listening to, like um, Red Velvet. Uh, Irene and Sulgi, that like that era is when I actually started listening to them. So I listened to their old stuff. I started to like them. You know the saying like if you get into one SM artist, you're gonna get into the rest. So yeah, that's what happened to me. But I'm trying to branch out now. You know, if I'm like coming to my first anniversary as an official K-pop stan, and I'm exploring. <laughs> So I'm I'm getting into Idol right now, you know, so John Soyeon, Yuki, Mini, all those iconic women. Then Itzy also mm-hmm. and who else? Oh, I listen to the boys too. Stray Kids. Slay. Got seven I I yes. only got into them during their last promotions. Like the uh last piece I think was the yes, song that yes. I was listening It was to. last piece. Yeah, last piece mm-hmm. or like breath. Yeah, what that era and then after that I got into their solos I really like Yu-Gi-Oh's album and Jackson's I like Yu-Gi-Oh's album too right so good the California remix with Jackson is really good I just listened to it before I came on here actually I was an 88 rising popper as well so like before K-pop I was like down bad for Rich Brian and Nikki so like I knew who Jackson Wang was before I got into K-pop because I was like oh Okay, so they got a K-pop guy to sing on Head in the Clouds, and I was like, "Oh, God Seven. So yeah, but yeah, yeah, there I did my first exposure. I think was like ten years ago to like the whole um, Super Junior uh, Girls Generation. Like they were going around already, so I knew who they were. I knew like one or two songs, like Sorry Sorry, G, Twenty One, of course, Sandara. But yeah, <laughs> from there to like two years ago, or to last year, it was nothing. <laughs> and then suddenly it hit me like a bus. <laughs> and now I'm here spending so much money <laughs> on boys. Yeah. Should we talk about how we all know each other? Oh, I think I, I don't know to. you guys. It's my first time meeting you. <laughs> Hi, my name is Eve. So we're all friends. So we all met in college. <laughs> we're from the same music org. So yon musicians still gummy guys. Yes, yes. My background in music. So we can background in music. music background in music management. Background in performance and presentation. How about the resume now that as a group? Oh <laughs> as well as production and organization. Mm-hmm. Production, yes. Artist management. Marketing already. and branding. Promotions. Mm-hmm. Social media handling. Hosting. You have an entire production team in this one Zoom call. That, that is, is true. So you and we all met there. We went to the same university. We went to the same music org. But quickly going back to the topic, Going back to K-pop, um, napansin ko lang na ang dami naging K-pop fan ngayong that pandemic. That is true. I can say I'm not the only one. That's true. And yeah. we love a bigger community. That's true. Like what Nadine said, na parang their world is still going on while we're <laughs> kind of just here. It's always really interesting when you're stuck at home and you're just watching these people going and going, making music, 
promoting and also Agree. nakakainggit ang content nila where they experience the outside world can i just say like the way they also like find a way to promote even though you still can't have like a stage like a live stage with live people basically you can't have a live audience like they find different ways to promote and like please their fans because you know k-pop fans are like no joke They're, they really are powerful <laughs> so yeah the way these companies just like you know, I guess innovate throughout the pandemic was really interesting. On entertainment companies and groups being inventive, uh, ang cool lang na even kunwari, in circumstances where it's difficult to make content. Uh, for example, Seventeen made like three or four episodes na nagba mafia games sila, nagpapakita Zoom, sila ng dinner yes. over Zoom. And that was the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Um, di ko pa lahat kasi I'm saving them for like uh precise times. Pero yun, sobrang cute nung isang napanood ko. Tapos, 80s did that rest. too. But yun, it's so just... So parang, yeah, innovation <laughs> and stuff. That's so cute. And don't get me started on like, all the fan sign video calls. Grabe, like, right. ha- have we done that before? So, have we done that before? I think it's a first. I, I think they were the... F- online, yeah. They were the first, I think, to have also the live concert through oh, online. SM. Like, the Beyond Live thing, like, Super M, I think, was the first group. But, like, they had, like, an entire film documenting the process. Like, the technicals and stuff that they prepared before the performance. And, like, when I was watching it, I was, like, crazy. Like, they they, they found all the technology and set it up, like, in a span of a couple of months just so they can have a show for their fans. Do you think that online concerts and online fan signs will still be a thing? I think so, cause uh, it it's a logistically easy way for them to like reach out to fans and also kind make money. That is people true. Will buy. Also, they reach um they reach international fans kung ganun. Yes. Yeah. Cause yeah. kung fan sign, it's very um, remote sa Korea lang ganun. Yeah. So Koreans lang or people who are in Korea at that time lang. That's true, kare. and it's it's really convenient ngaden talaga. And who knows? Like even if they can do um, face-to-face fan signs, they can they can probably do both. Yeah, yeah making like, money. Yeah, yeah they can reach both the domestic fans and the international fans. That's money for that them. That is too. true. I feel like they'll do both. And I think there are groups na na have started to ano eh, to do in-person. Oh yeah, with the, the, the acrylic. acrylic. <laughs> yes, yes. So ngayon parang nagsa-start na ngayong both nila. At least, manibibigyan ng shine yung international fans pa rin in some way. Tama, tama. Hi, we are Spill the Soju Podcast. Your favorite dose of K-culture TMIs, fangirling shenanigans, and straight up 2am conversations. Served to you fresh and hot off the plate by three best friends. Ashley, Katie, and Chelsea, who need an excuse to fangirl. Check us out on Twitter at SCSPodPH, Instagram at Spill the Soju Podcast, and on your favorite podcast streaming platform. See you there! Dead air, dead air. Dead air. Katie said kanina that you were really into like the styling of these K-pop groups. Mm-hmm. Can you like Tell us more about that and maybe some K-pop styling or concepts that you like. Maybe even um, ones that you don't tama, like. Tama, tama. Ooh, tea. Um, no, because when I started um, standing, it was the, I think, 
lots of K-pop groups, especially sa mga boy groups, were into hip-hop. So style-wise, like physical, like baggy um, Judge shirts. <laughs> I know what you're mga talking ganon, about. Baggy graphic shirts, um, gra- um, baggy pants, like dunks, na sobrang chunky. And... Yeah, and I was into that style. As in, I was into that type of fashion nung time na yun. It's parang embarrassing, but... <laughs> oh my God, nabash ko, pa, nabash ko pala, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I agree. So, I it apologize. Was a, it, was, it was a time, as in, parang questionable din yung taste ko nung time na yun. Eh. But, you know, um, patok siya... Batok siya nung, like, early 2010s. So, you know, I'm parang as a, as a teenage girl, you know, them cute boys. Siyempre, <laughs> siyempre go ako. But, sobrang nag-iba yung, like, um, individual style ko and individual taste sa, like, aesthetic. Ganun. Um, throughout the years. But, at the top of my head... And one of the stylings, well, groups na gusto ko yung styling talaga, Red Velvet. Red Velvet, concept-wise, like, styling-wise. I mean, a lot of people hated Zim, Zim Zalabim, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And it is the quintessential witch chant. It's something different with that. It was really good. Yeah, as in parang ang daming, ang daming nagbabash dun well. sa mga pieces nila. And I'm like, that's iconic. You will remember that when you see it next time. I will never forget yung tote bag turned tank top ni Wendy. Yes, diba, diba. Ano pa ba? As in, ang dami ngayon eh. I mean, they keep up with the times and they start new trends. So, very interesting. How about you guys? Did you guys get into like groups through aesthetic or what? For me personally, like aesthetics are a huge thing. Like, I'm really into fashion and beauty. So, one thing that really pulls me into the soul K-pop thing are definitely the aesthetics. So, it really goes hand in hand with music. I mean, for sure, like, stay for um, stay for the styles and the aesthetics, but, you know, love the music brand. But K-pop offers just so much to, uh, to enjoy just one aspect of it. So, yeah, and, like, I would probably say that um, some of the concepts that I enjoy, like you said, Red Velvet, like, they never miss with their concepts. Um, recent ones that I like are their Baby Sisters from Espa. Espa. That's oh, way too good. Oh my god, like, yeah. That's the true. Best teasers I've seen in K-pop, oh like, Agree. ever. Agree. Um, the styling for Everglow first. Sober <gasps> interesting one. I love oh, that. Yes. I love that music yeah. video. Ang theatric and sobrang cool nila talaga. Like and it goes outside the box. Sobra. And it's very very girl crush but not like the typical girl crush that you think of if you get what it's I mean. Not, it's like not really sweet. It's not like sweet girl crush ganun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Parang very warrior girl kind of girl crush, mm-hmm. you know. Ah, super NCT bias ako. But some of my favorites recently from NCT, um, Neo Zone, all of Neo Zone, like the punk concept, the nineties concept, sobrang. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say Simon says. Ooh, that one's so good. When was that? Twenty eighteen. That was so good. One of my good. favorite ones. Yeah. Favorite song then. That was so good. And a recent NCT concept then that I like. 
Resonance Part 2, the portrait version. Like, the <gasps> yes. white background, the yes. bright colors, and, like, the random uh, little trash the elements. Thing? Yeah, that one, that yeah, one. Yeah, okay, the travel one. They didn't focus too much on production design and set design. As in, yeah, actually. when you look at their portraits, the styling, sobrang detailed na. So, okay lang na plain white background siya. Yeah. It's so interesting. Agree. They even had, like, colors on it, if you think about it. It'll look very in your face then. So, the clean background and elements, sobrang good idea. Love that. Love that. Ayan, like, off the top of my head, yun ang naisip ko na recent concepts that I absolutely love. How about you guys? Mm, I guess I can definitely agree with you on the Entity's Departure album for Resonance. I really like that. Um, like, if you... They had, like, one picture. They were just literally standing there, like a class picture. Then, if you just keep zooming on each member, it's like... It's like an experience. Like, you can just really just take apart their style. Just zoom in. Each one is different, but they blend so well. And it was just, like, literally nothing. White background, they're just standing there. So, yeah. But in Resonance era, I really like the introduction video. The one where they were all just walking. Like, yeah. Like, the one before that they start, they started showing music. It was just, like... I don't know if they call it yearbook, because that's what they did, like, the first time but yeah anyway uh, that yeah, intro the yearbook type mm-hmm. but, but yeah mm-hmm. honestly for me i didn't really get into k-pop because of the style but i do agree that it it's something that you can't look past because like i feel like k-pop has like the whole package or like and even more because it just offers so much but i really got into k-pop because of the music um i really am a big music fan like ever since maybe as a kid i really love music so I got hooked um, through like Spotify, so I I wasn't really into watching videos, so I just knew them by band name. I didn't know them by name, like the members at all. But I did. I can definitely say that um, Taeyong's look in the Super M one hundred video, the split hair, that's what really got me in. <laughs> so it's like red and white, very Todoroki from My Hero Academia. So that's what got me here. But yeah, so far I think for boys, yun yung like stand out sa akin. Sa girls naman, ewan ko ba, I really love denim. So kahit Blackpink gets a lot of hate for like cutting up denim, sometimes I find it really interesting. <laughs> like, I like their new ones. Yeah. yeah. Pretty savage styling. And Actually, I love that. parang I love may that. isa yatang nakaskirt si Lisa ba or si Rose na parang gupit-gupit. Or was it Jisoo? Basta skirt siya na gupit-gupit talaga. Parang yung pambalot ng apple, pero denim na skirt. Ganyan. So, butas-butas. Pambal- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> pambalot ng apple. Lack <laughs> better term. It's like a net kasi. Yan, a net. Butas-butas. I love the reference. But yeah. Honestly. Or yung, kunwari, naka-shorts, let's say, si Lisa. Tapos, it's actually pants, pero nakasuspend yung the rest part of it. I really yes. like that. Yes. Oh, I just like de- love denim so much. So when it, I see lots of like patchwork or gupit gupit, I'm just hooked. So in fourth gen, siguro yung weekly, yung after school song nila. Mm-hmm. Cute mm-hmm. ng style. I love nila the color blocking. Very cute casual. 
Yeah. Grand fair sa ano pambalot ng prutas. If you see on Instagram and non K-pop spheres, uso na talaga yung mga deconstructed ha. So like, yeah. if you catch me looking like a wrapped up apple, just me like keeping up with the trends. That's what we're fully here for. Uh oh, yung mga upcycled ano pa, yung mga flower sack ganyan ginagawa ang corset. <laughs> Nagganun na tank top si Yu Chan from Ace sa recent as in yung sa, sa water. So para siyang naka-fishnet talaga. That is a huge trend I really <laughs> love net. in K-pop. Yung men wearing sheer things and yes. cropped things. Oh, yes. Just, yes. Not not just because they're be- obviously beautiful in them. Um I love it. I love that K-pop is so playful with it's they're becoming more and more playful with androgyny. Um which was very popular at a time at uh, in like second gen, pero medyo nag die out siya nung yun nga sumikat yung super hip hop macho hard concepts. And then now we're getting back into very sleek, very very uh mixing feminine, traditionally feminine and masculine silhouettes na uh ano, crop top and high waisted things na ang boy. Yes. And all the flowy yes, you know, yes. silhouettes. And all the soft fabrics. Not just sa style, eh, but it's a makeup. They're trying like lots of softer things. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's true, it's true. So it's na on gender ang ang K-pop ulit, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Any groups na nag-stand out sa'yo, Steph? For me, um, I would say na, particularly with this, well, una ko naisip si 80's San. Ah, San, with the crop top. Oh, si San, yeah. Yeah. Sa so fireworks. Mm-mm. Kasi lagi siyang, Ooh. yes, sa fireworks yung una ko naisip, kasi, gorgeous. Super. So gorgeous. Uh, and, yes, and, ayun, that's one example. Also, recent, more recently, you see SF9 Taeyang. Oh, yeah, I saw this yeah. one. I like his outfit. So hot. All of it. All of it. <laughs> uh, although very saturated nga tayo ng sexy concepts, I really do love yung mga SF9 and mga only one-off na Mm-mm. are very daring with their style. Yes. Um, and, one, and one group na Obviously, I, I stand. So, uh, I really love that also does this and has been doing this for forever. Uh, or at least since mga 2015, 2016, is Monster X. Um, Ooh, b- before, before sexy concepts became on trend, um, they were doing them, which is probably why they weren't that popular at the time. But <laughs> um, as, as a stan, I can say that. Uh, <laughs> I know it's a, and it's absolutely true. Uh, I really love Monster X. I really think that they uh they were wearing harnesses and fetish wear and uh chains chain chain mail in mm-hmm. like linking the the tiny pieces of fabric mm-hmm. on their bodies uh <laughs> uh before it was trendy so i think that they they're that's all one of the reasons why i really started to hard stand lalo na nung alligator parang i didn't love all of the choices that they made with the outfits but the fact that they stuck so hard to wearing wearing fake scales on their fabrics and um linking and you know, the use of uh alligator motifs in that in that era particularly um was very clever for me uh that's one group and era na I really do love 
na also harkens back to a more parang playful time. Because mm-hmm. I guess there was a time na medyo groups kind of all looked the same. Uh, That's true. In, in the transition between uh, third and fourth gen. So, ayun. I think we're getting into more exciting times. So yeah, and yeah. That, that's really nice, mm-hmm. especially with the 2000s and uh, 80s being AT apostrophe S. With that, Retro. yes, with with that being the trend now, I think we're yeah. going into very exciting, more experimental times with with the with the style. Ayan. Speaking of harness, naalala ko lang as a choice. Yeah, um, the debut yung Ace. Um, the collaborate ng leather harness um, brand, and they used that for their stages. As in sponsored talaga nakatag sila sa Instagram. Ganda. Know, they post it on their Instagram. Oh, Ace, Ace is wearing our leather straps and stuff, and I'm like, interesting. <laughs> and they debuted with hot pants. As in yung short shorts yes. na masikip. Yes. So parang. Here's this group trying something new, and that was 2017. So, parang props to them, talaga. As in, I really like it when people start, you know, trying something new na out of their comfort zone, ganyan. And con- and considered taboo in Korea. That's true. Kaya nagulat ako sa libido. Oh, it's true. Yung only one off. As in, sobrang tama no? only one off. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Ayan, so parang ako, wow, in this day and age, 2021, wow, that's amazing. Literally the most sensual music video <laughs> of Na this year. Na-approve siya, sis. Na-approve I know. Siya, sis. <laughs> that is shocking. Have you guys seen it? Have you guys seen it? I haven't seen it. I've seen the stage. Oof. Oh, yeah. Ah. yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> okay. Nadine, you should watch it after. We'll definitely watch this later. <laughs> but yeah, I I just wanted to say like, I kind of get what Steph meant like before like all the groups look the same, but like now everyone's like trying something different. And I feel like for me that's what hooked me under like on the year 2020 into K-pop because like everyone was getting experimental with each comeback. Like they wanted to do something different. If it's not like different from somebody else it's like different from what they've been doing so like let's say their concept before was fresh then they try something like sexy or baddie type this this comeback then the next one it's something else so like i guess that's what made it very interesting to me because like for at the same time also if you watch music shows like you can have like on the stage people are wearing like the most outrageous stuff like They're not in sync with each other. Like you can see somebody wearing ripped up denim. Then you see somebody in chains. You see someone in like all leather, and you see someone with like nothing on their sh- like not not wearing a shirt. <laughs> Just so like whoa. <laughs> that's that's something that's been really pulling me into like certain K-pop groups. Like I love it when they really experiment with concepts. Like they always try something that they haven't tried before, and like. One group that I think everyone can agree with on this is Red Velvet. Like they started out with like a very bright and happy song, uh, in happiness. Eh, bright and happy, happiness, yeah. malamang. Happy, 
<laughs> Kasi uso siya, no? Before, yung bubblegum K-pop. Yeah. What year was that? For yeah. 2015, we saw, like, a lot of bubblegum gum K-pop, like, 17 yeah. debuted that time. Mm-hmm. Um, CLC also oh, yeah. debuted with Pepe. So, you saw, like, a lot of cutesy, fun kind of concepts. Yeah, right. Like, throughout the Kasabay years, you can actually see groups like Red Velvet and CLC, like, change their concepts, like, a million times. And just about every time it worked. Especially mm-hmm. in Red Velvet's case. If you pair it with, like, absolute bangers, like, really great albums, sobrang, mm-hmm. it'll work. It'll always work. Yeah. No matter how weird the concept Very is. Simzilabim. <laughs> it'll, it'll work talaga if you, ha- if you come up with some really good music and when they also like don't follow what the quote unquote like general public friendly music is I absolutely love that like when I started getting into NCT I actually talked to my friend like oh um I've been getting into NCT and she said oh like over here they're, they're kind of weird people don't really like them because they're weird like straight up they're just weird and i'm like you know i get it weird comment i mean they are but that's their edge exactly and that's what i love about nct like they always come out with something that's very nct very neo as what like as Mm -hmm. what fans would call it because you haven't really seen people do it like simon says Mm -hmm. that that was weird as hell like the mask what was that but also you know and, it was it. It was and the hair na like first time ko makita yun eh yung hair na parang purposely thick was like one part lang parang, ah, what? Oh, oh, oh. wow who thinks of these I wanna thank you I wanna thank you hairstylist <laughs> <laughs> ano all the directors ganon ang galing <laughs> you know when when a group like starts making being experimental a normal thing and show everyone else that hey you know it can work Everyone's gonna start trying to make their own thing, and you know, like, pusana <laughs> lang if it works. Hi, you are listening to Queen's Cup Podcast with Ida, Isa, Nadine, and Steph. If you like what you hear, make sure to follow us for bi weekly episodes and connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at Queen's Cup Pod. Cheers! So if you want to hear us dive even deeper on makeup and K-pop, we will be dedicating an entire episode to it very soon. So watch out mga sis. This has been Queen's, Queen's Cup. Cup.